Welcome to Local Link, where we meet Hawaii kind businesses. Find someone, somewhere, or something new as we get to know these Hawaii kind people and what their businesses are all about. I'm your host, Kathy Marzon, and today I'm here with Miriam Olivas from Barrio Cafe in Wahiwa, smack dab in the middle of Oahu. So, Hey, Miriam. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, we're so excited to be here. Um, I'm from Wahiwa, so I have been here multiple times. And so it's really exciting for me to be able to introduce her. Miriam was, always ve- was also very instrumental as I opened up my own business. So I'm very grateful to her for that. But today we're here to talk about Barrio Cafe. Miriam, tell me a little, ba- about, a little bit about you and how this came to be. Uh, I grew up in uh, the restaurant business. My mom owns El Palenque in Wahiwa, and it's been there for 25 years. So growing up with the restaurant, uh, I went and tried out different careers, and everything just seemed to follow back to food. And I learned, to, I learned that I had a passion for cooking. And, and then also through food, uh, I was able to share my culture and pretty much touch people's lives with something that you make. And it's just really gratifying. So I knew this is what I wanted to do. Um, So about four years ago, we opened up Barrio Cafe in 2017. Nice. So when it it started out, though, it wasn't that I want to cook food, but it was just kind of a hidden, I mean, you did it, but then kind of, Went off to do other things and then came right. back well, course. Because, you know, growing up in a Latino family, it's like you're you're stuck in there no matter if you want it or not. You know, you're going to have to come and help out. Mm-hmm. And um, I totally appreciate my mom doing that mm-hmm. because um, it taught me a lot. Yeah. It definitely did. Um, and so I was in the restaurant business and I was like, no, I don't want nothing to do with this. And I tried other things. But, yeah, this just kept mm-hmm. following. My heart just kept had a really soft spot for here for food. So um, we opened Barrio Cafe. We had opened a previous rest, uh, another place. It was called Ceviche House. Ooh, yeah. And that one there was my baby. I, um, I knew that it would be something different for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to take the challenge of teaching what Ceviche was. And that there, I think it started hitting off really good. When then this venture, this location came across, I, I said, man, uh, I, I wasn't ready for it. But, you know, sometimes somebody else has a different plan for us. Absolutely. And, um, and here we are going on four years. Awesome. You know, one fun fact about Miriam that I know, that one of the little things that she tried uh, before <laughs> coming into the restaurant business was she was a DJ. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, you know, Hawaii, the Latino community, it, it's really small. So I learned to be so much grateful for my culture. I learned to love my culture being far away from it. Um, I think it, it makes you. It makes you when you don't have that music, that telenovelas, you know, the soap operas or the, or the food. The food. And therefore... Uh, I had a friend that was a DJ and he did Spanish music, but he was in the Navy and he was trying to, you know, talk to my, one of my aunts 
And he's like, hey, why don't you try to play, you know, something while I dance with her? And I was like, okay. I tried it out, and then I liked it. I really enjoyed it. And it was, you know, it takes you to a whole different place. And making people happy and, and having them enjoy, it's just gratifying, just like with food. So music and food are very close alike. And so I became really passionate about that. And I did it for a good amount of years. I did about nine, ten years. Oh, wow. nice. uh, and um, I was one that did the Mexican nights for the Wahiwa town. There used to be a bar called the Gold Zone in Wahiwa. Yeah. And that's where they had the Mexican night, right next to a Palenque. And I, that's where I did it. And then I started learning more and more. And I was a little bit of all over. I worked with Nancy Ortiz, and I worked at different uh, other locations. But, yeah. Nice. And then, I, you know, after a while, you could only do that for so long. Yeah. I was a little, I started getting older. I couldn't stay up too late. <laughs> My kids are growing up. I was like, yeah, I, I got to move, move on. But the fun thing is, is that here in the restaurant, you get good music. Oh, yeah. It, music goes with the food. And I have several playlists, which is I think people think I'm a little crazy when they know all of this. I create menus, like for my pop-up dinners, and I create a playlist, and it has to be playing at certain times. So you notice that at the beginning, you can't start them off with like really strong music, because uh, you know, they get a little hyped up and then they forget about the food. So you gotta <laughs> kind of swing them in there. That was pretty fun. Uh, but I do that all the time. So I create my own amazing. playlist. I'm probably going to put up my Barrio Cafe playlist on Spotify like one of it. these days. I like yeah, it. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I know that every time I come in here, it's like we need a little bit of a dance. <laughs> I know people tend to like be moving in their chairs a lot. I see that. But it's right. good. That means that, you know, I want people to uh, have, enjoy their time in yeah. here uh, mm -hmm. while they're in here. Not only are they getting uh, you know, Good music, good food, with great company, whoever they come in. And sometimes people know people from the neighborhood here yeah. and they start talking. But just a little taste of my culture uh, is what I want to share in in the Wahiwa town. Nice. So you also did um, a couple of events. Mm, yes. Um, the first one I was able to come to, which was amazing, because then you had... Oh, uh, right. Tres Souls. Tres Souls, yes. which is a group that does bolero music. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Beautiful. So we brought them for, I had traveled to Oaxaca to work with two chefs. And a girlfriend and I went out there and just explored Oaxaca. I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I needed to know more in depth of my culture. And being from the north, I'm from Ciudad Juarez. I'm border town uh, with Texas, and then I grew up in LA. I needed to know more from the, you know the the culture of the foods. Uh, so I I went to Oaxaca, and man, if you ever want to know, I'll, I think that is the place you want to start off. Go to Oaxaca, and there's so much to learn. But working there, I learned about just the amazing quality of the food and the integrity, how it just, the decolonization of the, the, the plates. Oh, it's just, man, it's one of those things I can't even express because I'm always so blown away every time I talk about Oaxaca. But going back to the little part of the little taste of Oaxaca that we had here in Wahiwa, um, that there was a amazing night. We were able to serve moles, 
three types of moles, playing bolero music. And that twined in so well, and everybody loved it, and I loved it, that I think we had to do, an, I thought we were going to do another one. And sure enough, when we had the opportunity, we, we, we went and did that. It was great. And having that, um, that group come from California. Oh, right. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's romantic music. It's just really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so so you, your inspiration comes from going to Oaxaca and your culture. So you've got some amazing um, things on your menu that are quite unique mm -hmm. to, to Barrio. Yeah. So people ask me, what kind of Mexican food do you serve? And it, I can't really pinpoint out what kind of Mexican food because it's my kind. It's what I've created. Awesome. And um, I've taken different dishes from neighborhoods where I lived and then added my little twist uh, and added it to my menu. And... For instance, one of the most uh, easiest thing uh, was barrio salad. The barrio salad comes on a chicharron, uh, and then we top it with some nice mixed greens and my own dressing. But that was an inspiration of my summer times when I went to Juarez, and they call they call them chilindrinas. They give you the chicharron, which is pretty much a flour dorito, and then they put beans and all kinds of stuff on it, and you just eat it on the street. And I always remember my summertime, so I was like, I'm taking this and I'm putting it on my menu. So I made it my own, my own flair, but um, in representation of, of Juarez for my summertimes. Uh, the other one was uh, from El Paso, something really popular. It's called Chicos Tacos. It's like mm. the zippies of here, Hawaii. Everybody has to go to Chicos Tacos. And so I started, uh, I made something similar to it, and it's called Taquitos del Chuco, because if you're from El Paso, Texas, we call it El Chuco. That's what we. That's the uh, name for it. Uh, if you're from there, you'll know that's what we call it. Uh, so I named that, and that I I added that to my menu. And then California Cali burrito, which is something that everybody loves. I'm not a really big fan. I'm gonna be honest, cause it's but it's something that everybody loves. And I'm like, okay, uh, sometimes you have to serve what the customer wants, yeah. and if that's what they like, and just make sure you. Keep the integrity of the product, uh, and you, it, it'll be good. It's, it's a good item. So Miriam has an amazing French toast. <laughs> Tell us about that. My French toast was created, uh, you know, I wanted to have a, a dessert, but also a, a favorite uh, breakfast item for myself. So when I would go and brainstorm of my menu at Zippy's, I would sit there at nighttime and I would order the French toast there. And I was like, man, this would be so much better if they added a little bit of a little bit of cinnamon and ooh, some cajeta. And I was like, make creating my own. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a churro French toast. I wrote it down. Uh, you know, it took me a little while to kind of perfect it, but as I started doing research, I found out that there was a lot of places in the neighborhood that made products that I could use. Mm -hmm. So I contact uh, Emma at um, Sweetland Farm. They're up here in Wahiwa as well. The goat farm. Yeah, the goat farm. And um, we use uh, the honey from Manoa honey here in Wahiwa as well. And I make a chipotle butter. And then I drizzle the churro French toast with the cajeta, which is the goat milk caramel. Uh, and they're all from Wahiwa. So I'm like, I have a perfectly 
breakfast uh, delish uh, from Wahiwa. Mm. You know, something that's created with the Wahiwa products. And then you also use eggs. I was just going to say, and the eggs are from the Peterson's farm. farm. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, really? Oh, and the bread. The bread. The bread is from um, Signature Sweets. And he's up here in Wahiwa as well. Wow. That is so awesome, the way you're totally utilizing other Wahiwa businesses. Yeah. Well, local first. That should be our priority, you know, to keep ourselves in business is being supportive to one another Mm -hmm. and find how we could utilize some of these local products Mm -hmm. and and do that. Uh, Because being in a town, um, Wahiwa is a town where it's full of heart and people are extremely um, supportive. And with, uh, you know, in every single time that I we've dealt with here in Hawaii, from September 11 to the whole COVID stuff, our community has come through and helped small businesses yes. survive. So awesome. I'm really grateful for that. Awesome. Okay, so what would you like people to know about Barrio Cafe? What's that one thing you'd like um, for them to know? Just know that... Um, we definitely take, uh, we, we cook with a lot of love. And we definitely want to share uh, a little bit of our culture. And don't be afraid of trying something out of the ordinary. Uh, our chorizo rice, something super popular. And they're like, what? Chorizo rice? Like fried rice? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's my version of, yeah. of something like that. But yeah. Uh, Also for the vegans, we definitely make a lot of vegan cuisine here. Uh, If you really know, Mexican food doesn't really have a lot of meats. They're they're high in protein from seeds and other products. So uh, even if it's not on the menu and they want it, you know, you could ask for it. As long as they bear with us, we'll definitely try to, to do that. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us at Local Link. Thank you for having we me. we meet Hawaii kind businesses. I hope you found someone, somewhere, or something new that gets you excited. So get stay tuned for another episode that's coming up. However, we want to know, Miriam, how do we find you? Oh, uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, Barrio Cafe 808 on IG and you'll be able to see all of our specials or any upcoming event because we are planning another uh, bolero night Yes, and uh, to bring over Tres Souls from California again. And because I just keep wanting to share more of this great cuisine that Mm -hmm. I've learned and the places that I've traveled. So uh, just, yeah, follow us on uh, Instagram, Barrio Cafe 808. Well, let me tell you, her stuff is outstanding. Take the drive out here. Come out here. You will not be disappointed. Once again, I'm Kathy Marzon, and you have been joining us on Local Link.